Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Anime Review. This is your host Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Hey, and we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Anime Review, Sparkin's podcast where we talk about new and old anime series and tell you the pros and cons about them. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekingut.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and various other social media sites, including Apple Podcasts. You can check them out. Just type in at Spirekin. Remember to like and follow us. And if you want to do something kind of cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N. That's Help Zan. And leave a review for the podcast. Give us a rating. Like putting a tip in the tip jar gives us a little more motivation to keep going on. So with that in mind, let's get to it, shall we? Because it's been a while since we've done an anime review, hasn't it? Actually, no, it's been like a couple of weeks because we talked about a certain movie involving a porpoise inflatable thing. Where I cried. Yes, ride your wave. But now we're talking about a new-ish series, a series that was released a couple of months ago, but we finally got it released in the U.S. on Netflix. And no, it's not Carol and Tuesday. We're going to be covering that in a bit. But we're talking about one which is based on a manga that we reviewed back in episode 332 and written by Paro Itagaki and published by Akita Shoten. And the anime we're talking about is Beastars. Originally came out 2019 in October with 12 episodes. And it is a... Intriguing adaptation with a unusual art style. So first off, before we get into the, the actual show, let's get to the opening credits. I've got to say, I really like how they do it in claymation style. It's very weird. I... It's unsettling. It's not my favorite. It reminds me of The Nightmare Before Christmas. You don't like how it's like it's a, it's a weird, creepy dance, and actually they dance and they look kind of cool and happy together? No. You didn't like that? I thought it was kind of cool. But I'm like, I'm also the person that consistently skips the openings when they allow you to. Yeah. But I do like, I like that it's very jazzy and it fits the show a little bit. And even though it's kind of first like Lugosi is stalking her and then it becomes the whole, like their their whole romantic dance and love. And I, I don't like it. And then the animation style is a lot of 3D modeling and CG. And I've got to say... It's a little, I think it's a little, it's, it's better than it's been, but still kind of weird and a little unsettling. Also, the design of the characters themselves, I always thought was a little, it, it's, it's cleaner looking than the design for the manga. The manga design is rough. It's not bad. It's, it, is it an improvement from the manga, you uh, think? Yes, it's a massive improvement from the manga. Yeah, it's like Attack on Titan anime versus manga where the manga looks terrible and the anime looks amazing, but the story is the same. It's kind of like that, but Beastars art style is a little more, I don't know, I like. I kind of like that old school 1920s art style, like old comic compared. But this is, it's a lot more fleshed out and the world looks phenomenal. I will say all the little side things. It's interesting to me that what they chose to have be like animal and what they chose to have more human touches to it. Like how their feet are their natural feet. Like elephants have their stumpy stumps and how uh, deer have their hooves, but then they have hands. Right. It's a little weird and intriguing and I kind of do like it. So 
if you've never listened to episode 332 of our manga review and you've never heard of Beastars, when you first see the trailer, you're going to think, hey, this is Zootopia. No, it is not Zootopia. Well, it's uh, R-rated. It's more adult. I think a good way to explain it is that when you watch Zootopia, it's about a bunch of humans cosplaying as animals. That's really the difference. While Beastars is more about the actual animal society, and gets more in-depth into the nitty-gritty of it. It's not just the, oh, all the little animals have their own little town. No, it's like, how they coexist and the issue of herbivore versus carnivore and how they deal with it. It's not the, oh, they're just, they just eat donuts because they're cats. No, it's. It focuses a lot on what they eat, what they can't eat, the rules of um, carnivores versus herbivores. Uh, the, the, there's nudity. There's sex in it. There's, there's porn in it. There's, it's a. It's it's adult. It's adult. It is very, very adult. And it's not just funny where like, oh, you have sloths working at the DMV. No, it's very multicultural with all the different animals. Lots of animals are shown. Besides gazelles, you have different types of rabbits, harlequin rabbits, white dwarf rabbits. You have red deers. You have gray wolves. And then you even have subsets of gray wolves. You have Komodo dragons, you have panda bears, you have polar bears, you have uh, different alpaca. It's a very large group of characters. And they're not prejudiced to ties in the sense, oh, uh, you know, like a rabbit can't be a cop. That's not it at all. So while some people say that this is a slice of life that has more world building than Zootopia, I think it's a better overarching series honestly i feel like it does have more world building um you had a little longer to deal with it definitely more real yes like i don't know if if the whole segregation thing is more like like the more you see about the black market the more it's like is this like slavery like touching on is this just i don't know it's a very peculiar situation, and it's. I, I just find it interesting that some people say things. Oh, this isn't as good as Utopia. It's just, just like it really doesn't. It, it it. But also, where they chose to end the first season, I think was a poor choice. So, if you've never read Beastar and you're kind of confused, you think it's about Zootopia. Okay, it's about a school called Cherryton High School, which is an all all herbivore carnivore school and it's known for creating the greatest um the world builders of the society and these world builders are known as b stars the people who will set the trend for what's going to happen in the future but if you go b star life is amazing and a lot of these students are not going for that position but they're being polite and kind of they interact with each other and the story focuses on three characters we have our main character, Lugosi, who is a large gray wolf who is very different than what you'd expect because a lot of the other carnivores are like, hey, look at me, I'm a carnivore, I'm going to kick your ass. Kind of like macho jocks. Yes. And Lugosi wants to be behind the scenes. Like, he's the person who joins the drama club, 
but then he says, I want to work on the sets and on the, on the lighting so no one sees me. And then when he talks to people, he doesn't smile or show his teeth because it's scary. And also he curls his fingers in. He practices his smile, his like toothless smile where your, your mouth just kind of curls up at the end. But it's not, but people it's can tell. Super it's super passive. It's... And people know it's a fake smile. It's not a real smile. The only people he smiles around are really his best friend, a Labrador named Jack, and another character, our second main character, who is Haru, who is an older student. She is a dwarf rabbit, so she's a little rabbit, and she has a couple of issues. First she off, has a subscription. Yes. Well, her big issue is that due to reasons, she's become known in the school as a... Tart. Yeah, a tart. Um a lot of guys think she's easy and she may or may not be easy, but how one of the girls who he ended up pissing off because she uh well her boyfriend hit on Haru, made out with her, and now the girlfriend is pissed about it, which understandably so you And is making Haru's life a living hell. Miserable. And it's like not just a oh I'm pissed off, that's the end. It's like, no, it's Beyond that, it's, we were perfect together, and you ruined it. And now it's six months later. We were perfect. It's like, no, you weren't. You give up. You're, it's not that you're perfect. It's you're a horrible shrew. But Harlow's life is terrible. And one day after school, she's attacked by a big predator, and she kind of makes a heart race. And then her, but long story short, she's the only member of her gardening club, and she's friends with Louie. Yes. Or, sorry, Louis, our next, but our Lugosi, our main character, they have a budding relationship, kind of. It's, uh, are they friends? Are they going to be more? What's going on? And then our final character is Louis. Louis is a red deer, and he is the most popular kid in school. He's a second year. When he's third year, he's going to graduate. He's intelligent, smart, sophisticated, rich, and Everybody respects him. Everyone loves him. And he is a shoo-in for the B-Star. So he's the one that they expect to be the one that everyone's going to follow and love. And he has a pretty tragic past. And he has a lot of baggage. And also he's got a lot of issues. Like he has kind of a very racist point of view towards carnivores. Yet he likes Louis. Oh, not Louis. Uh, Lugosi. Which is a little confusing. like he hates him but he likes him too he's like but he doesn't like that he hides his strength yes he's like he's like i don't he's like like jealous he is jealous but he eventually proves himself in a very horrific way which is but he kind of at the end of the first season he kind of throws it all away to become a uh, mobster slight spoilers in this by the way so overall, the, the main story sets up, the first season sets up a lot. It opens up with a murder, which they don't even get to to the last after hinting at this, because it was actually a big point in the manga is that Lugosi's trying to figure out who killed his friend Tam, who's an alpaca. He's trying to research and look for who was the one that did it. And they kind of cut that out to focus more on the day-to-day lifestyle of what's going on between these three characters and their pseudo-love triangle. What do you say? Yes. Because, yeah, it gets even more crazy with uh, Louie and Haru are in a relationship or kind of having a thing on the side. 
it's a love, there's a love triangle that's going on with the B-Stars, it's like Future Presidents Club. Yeah. So it's like these 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 kids are driven to be the next leaders. And there's like the perfection, there's the the stigma, there's the all of it. And it's what happens when you become a B star, what it signifies. Like the thing is, if Louis becomes the B the B star, what's gonna happen is that he's trying to promote that, oh, uh we'll be we'll all be together and fine, but herbivores are better. Herbivores think that that means that they're going to be the safest people possible. Another character, Bill, who's a tiger, his thing is he wants to make it so carnivores can be free to eat whatever they want and no consequences. He's kind of a dumb jock. And then another character, Juno, her deal is that she wants less discrimination for carnivores, but in order for her to get her plan in order, she needs Lugosi. And it should work because they're both wolves. Great and they should be love each other and care about each other. She's in love with Lugosi. He's so nice and honorable and sweet. And she kind of goes ballistic when she finds out that Lugosi likes a bunny. A puny, tiny little bunny. And it's not just liking. It's it's when he talks to her, he's very, he's like, you did a good job. Uh, I think you should do this. Um, I have to go now. And then when he smiles at her, it's that... Kind of fake smile we were talking about earlier, but then when he's talking with Haru, he shows the real smile and that real warmth in his eyes. So it's a very. It's disheartening when you see your crush have feelings for somebody else. And that's that's what's going on. But because of the whole dynamic of the B-Star thing, it's it's like. Amped up. They're rushing to be adults. So the crush is not just that, but it's like your future. It's because she's focusing on the future with that. And um, Lugosi is trying to figure out, does he like this girl? Is he going to solve the murder of his friend? But also he's dealing with the fact he's really conflicted because part of him like loves Haru. He's like in, falling in love with her. But the other part his more canine aspect is like, she's my prey. I want to eat her. And at one point, Haru asks in a very interesting way, does he want to get with her or eat her? And it's kind of, he doesn't know what to say. He's kind of stuck. And later on in the manga, we find out more about why he's kind of screwed up. It's kind of funny because, well, I'm not going to spoil it. I think I spoiled it in the review. Yeah, we we spoiled quite a bit. Quite a bit. However, it's a very... But again, I can't stress it enough. It's not for kids. It is not for kids. It has mature content in it. And there's some very scarring issues that have nothing to do with sex at all or anything. This opens up on a murder scene, in a very violent murder scene. Then from there, it goes into more of... Some other aspects besides the social dynamics. Once again, to the concept of the black market, that's kind of disturbing. It's like part of it's like, oh, there are just a bunch of shops that sell meat, which you're not supposed to have because animals aren't supposed to eat meat. But when you see a character saying, "Look, 
like a drug addict saying, look, give me money. I'll, I'll give you my fingers to eat. That's, that's disturbing on so many levels. The other thing that's hard is I feel like it should make me want to be a vegetarian and not eat meat, but it didn't. It just made me hate the way that they're doing it. Yeah. So I feel like there's some kind of like agenda. There's a political agenda. There's some kind of something behind it. I just don't know what it is. There isn't, but it's got that feeling that there is something there. Now, as of today, uh, the 20th of March, they actually revealed that there's going to be a second season. Hooray. And that's going to go more into what's going on with Louis, where he's at at the end of the series, what happens to Harwood at the end of the series, and also finishes, finally reveals who is the one who killed Tam and where Lagosi is going to go from there. Because in the manga, that gets to a very insane point where it's like he... Kind of is in trouble. However, that's going to happen in spring of 2021, so we have to wait a year. Boo-hoo. But season one gives you enough content to, like, enjoy. And read the, and want to read the manga and see where it goes. And this is one of those, read the manga. And, but the art style is better on... Like, if you want the, more of the character drama and more going more in-depth with the characters and seeing all the other side stuff, read the manga first. If you want... I say watch the anime and then read the manga. But I'm a weirdo. No, you're not a weirdo. A lot of people do do that. I'm a manga purist, so... I know. That's... I'm kind of stuck with that. But check it out. Let us know what you think. Out of our out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this a... Definitely, definitely watch it online. Definitely watch it online and check it out. Um, it'd be borrow your friend's Netflix Hulu account and don't return it and watch it. This is good. This is a very good series. I say watch it intently, borrow from a friend. It's just not... The issues are, like I said, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's like Zootopia, Zootopia, and that's going to kind of bring it down a little bit. Also, it does drag. Like, when it hits the point of action, it's awesome. Because there is a fight sequence which is brutal, vicious, and I gotta say it's beautiful in a weird sort of way. It is beautiful in a weird sort of way. It's very... I'm finding it very sweet and endearing. These characters, our main characters... Um, Lugosi and Haru are flawed severely and Haru's looking at sex in a very different way and using it as validation almost like a weapon and it's definitely messed up I would love for a therapist to watch this and come back and tell us oh I'm, their I'm pretty sure there's therapists who've read this and analyzed the characters and you go further into it it's i mean with lugosi it's he doesn't get close to people because and this is slight spoilers getting slight spoilers his mom died and he was raised by his grandfather however he cannot acknowledge his grandfather like his grandfather will pay for his stuff will give him money however in polite society and in legally legalese he cannot admit that that's his grandfather mm-hmm. And it's like when they go to restaurants as children, as a child, he had to, they had to sit in the back of the room where no one could see them. He couldn't go into a public bathhouse. 
he they when they were walking in the street, they had to stay like five feet apart. And it's because of a lot of racial of species stereotypes. Because Lugosi's mom was a wolf. Grandpa's grandma was a wolf. Grandpa. Komodo dragon. Grandpa's a Komodo dragon. And highly lethal. His Yeah, it's and it's according to the world, it is illegal for venomous creatures to marry. Mm-hmm. So he technically wasn't allowed to marry, but stuff happened. He was supposed to be the next beast star, but he didn't. And it's funny because he acts like an old, nice old man. However, when someone offends his grandson or hurts him, then you see Grandpa come back. And a cool part is that Lugosi is, uh, he can't be hurt by venom because he's got, his blood is toxic. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny that the venom can't hurt him, but it could hurt other people. And it actually gets a very cool sequence with that. We didn't even get into uh, Louis' whole backstory, which is Louis was like sold to he was part he was the black market. Yeah, he was his his legal name was well not legal name. He was known as number four of the black market. He was both a piece of a piece of merchandise that a rich sterile. Uh, conglomerate owner picked up and was like saying I, I can't have a son you're going to be my son and I think you're strong enough to do it it's like the guy did not treat him like a father so it's they're screwed up and Haru's is just she's just a very lovable character a small character that that wants to find love and just can't and everyone around her is kind of a predator in sort of a way. The only person who's not a predator who treats she's her like... She's one it. of the most... She's one of the absolute most weakest... Animals there animals, is. Animals, yeah. It's just... But let us know what you think. Did you like Beastars? Did you enjoy it? Email us at sparkin at gmail.com or zansparkin.com. Let me know what you thought of Beastars. Did you like it? Are you excited for next season? Is there any part of Beastars that you didn't like? I mean, I personally didn't like the beginning of episode seven because that was kind of, that was TMI at that point. It came off kind of creepy, but that's me. And let me know what you think. Who's your favorite character? What you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy? And do you feel that there is an animal that you would be if you were in the Beastars universe? Let us know. Um, so anyway, we will come back with more anime and more manga reviews and more stuffs very soon. I'm I'm Ben Zan. I'm Greta. Keep watching anime and thank you for listening. I'm, we're Gonesville. <laughs>